people see somebody in the online space, maybe they've got accolades behind them, they've got a big following, and it's very easy to just say, well, a lot of people seem to respect them Mm -hmm. and kind of forget about that voice in the back of your head that's saying, I don't know if this is actually right. Welcome to the Freedom Found Podcast, the podcast for copywriters and marketers with unruly against the grain life goals. I'm Crystal Church, copywriter and coach, and together we'll delve deep into everything it takes to grow a profitable, scalable, and fulfilling business from the ground up. Whether you're just starting out or about to hit your next big milestone, I'm bringing you the truth on both the trending and the timeless business growth strategies so you can live out a freedom first, impactful life. Welcome to our community. Thank you for tuning in to the Freedom Found Podcast, where we believe that success is not random and with the right community and toolbox, anyone can create a life filled with generosity and impact. And it is that time again. It's time. For another off-the-cuff episode where Dale and I shoot the shit, share our reflections, talk about what's prominent in our business growth journey. And it's going to be a good one. Yeah, it is. I love sitting down with you for these. I really wanted to dive into because I I haven't shared about this yet, but you and I just made a really big financial investment. Mm -hmm. Months in the making. Yeah, months in the making, really. Yeah. And I'm super excited about this. Me too. I'm pumped. So as we went through this process of trying to figure out what the right investment was to make. And then when we narrowed it down, getting more clarity and being able to definitively say, yes, absolutely. I'm all in. Let's go for this. I thought that that process is what a lot of people don't share about. They share like the other side of success, right? They're like, oh, Mm -hmm. wow, we did X, Y, or Z. We deployed these strategies. And they don't often talk about the decision-making side of investments. I wanted to talk about how we chose this investment and really just dig into the three or five main things that played into this decision for us. Absolutely. And I think especially this is important to reflect on because this is what we're all doing. We're, we're, we're selling investments to people and we need to think about the customer journey from their perspective as well. Like all of that empathy for your customer massively impacts your marketing and your sales. So yeah. I'm so glad it. that you said that actually, because throughout this experience, making this decision, we over and over said to each other, oh my gosh, this is how it feels to (laughs) need to make a decision. This is how it feels to get on a sales call with somebody. This is how it feels to go through a sales process. Mm -hmm. That just gave me so much insight because while you and I make investments for the business, a lot of times it's service providers or contractors who are coming in to support in like a direct capacity Mm -hmm. with the team. And this is a larger scale investment with a a service. We'll get into this um, in a minute, but it, it was on a different scale or different level to the regular quick investments that we make. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that even though you get different customers as well, like we, oh God, there are so many things when we're selling things, you're like, oh my God, I wonder if our client thinks this. And I wonder if this is important. And you're, you're thinking very critically about like these, what you think are the most important parts of the sales process. And then actually going through it as a customer and realizing that those, those parts were way Not less important, important than I thought. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's fine. And you just more yeah. move forward with the process, yeah. That's so true. And that comes down to a lot of what we talked about when you and I put together Sold Before the Sale Masterclass a few mm-hmm. months ago too. So let's dig into it then. And, and thinking in terms of what is most important to either qualify or disqualify an investment first, like for me, and then let's get into, okay, if it checks this box, Mm -hmm. then we can move on to the next category. And if it checks that box, okay, what's the next category? And these categories, in my mind at least, were things that I was looking at to ensure that 
this was a 100% aligned investment Mm -hmm. and it was going to be a hell yes as soon as we were ready to just hop in. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like you need all of these things that we're about to talk about, not just one of them. Okay, so let's dive into it. The first thing, obviously, that you're looking at in an investment is the outcome. Do they promise, do they make a major promise on the thing that you're actually wanting to achieve in your business, right? Yeah. And and this goes and this conversation is relevant, whether you're looking at investing in a service, whether you're looking at investing in a coaching service specifically, or whether you're looking at a program or something else, higher ticket. I think that 100%, the only reason you're making an investment is to come out the other side with a different result. Absolutely. And I think that's a given. People know that they're, they're wanting to buy the outcome. But the second part that really ties in with outcome and so they can't really be separated is values. Like, does the person's values align with yours? Because lots of people can promise the outcome that you're desiring. But if they don't actually have the values that align with yours, if they're doing a process that you don't agree with and takes your business in a direction that you don't want to go, that's obviously not something that you want to invest in. That's a conversation you and I had a lot, actually, Mm -hmm. because basically, and we're going to do an episode soon, I've got on my list, I'd love for you and I to sit down and talk about really where we're going in terms of our strategic plan to really take the business to the next level in 2024. So we'll get to that. But for this investment, we looked at a lot of different options. Mm -hmm. A lot. And I think that the thing that hung me up the most and made me say, oh, either I'm not sure or definitively no mm-hmm. was values. And looking at even if somebody had the transformation, promise, results, outcome that you and I were looking for in the specific area of the business, if I didn't feel good about how they got to it or how they were teaching people to get to it or how they came into your business and helped you execute on it, Mm -hmm. no matter again, what the vehicle is. And we'll get to that in a moment. It was a no for me. Like this has to be something that aligns like ethically for me, aligns with our values, aligns with how we want to move forward, both on the internal aspects of the business and what's external for either our clients or our customers or leads. So this This, I think, is overlooked because sometimes people see somebody in the online space, maybe they've got accolades behind them, they've got a big following, and it's very easy to just say, well, a lot of people seem to respect them Mm -hmm. and kind of forget about that voice in the back of your head that's saying, I don't know if this is actually right. I know. Like there was somebody that I brought to the table that was making like 10, 20 million and they... God, I was so invested in their promise and it sounded amazing. But the more we dug into it and the more we actually looked at the process of how they got there, the kind of icky feelings we got from it. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, you, yeah, you can make money that way. You can make money <laughs> lots of ways. I know. Do we want to? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that gave me almost a sense of like power and security also in the investment to come. Mm-hmm. We didn't at that point know who we were going to invest in, what business or company at that point. But it made me feel more secure in the process because you and I had already said no to something. Something that I think a lot of people might say yes to because mm-hmm. of their their own success in their business and that's what they used to speak to the results they were going to promise without actually really digging into a lot of the ways that they actually did it and it was only through like you and I actually doing some of that digging ourselves to figure out, okay, they're using tactics. Like this is specifically around sales tactics that mm-hmm. we 100% did not agree with. Yeah. Things have put a lot of pressure on people and yeah. uh, you know that afterwards they might not be able to afford it or they might have to do split pay. Like 
like no. really getting into debt for things and yeah, yeah. we 100% no not our style at all we I think we went into it knowing like look we only want to sell in a way that feels like we would want to be sold to mm-hmm. that is our baseline value in terms of like the sales process which is part of something that we're going to be expanding next year just for our capacity and needs as we're scaling and so 100% if you would not want to jump inside the process and be the, the customer, potential customer on the other side. Mm-hmm. It's like, why would I do that? What That is not going to be representative of who we are and, no. and what we stand for. No. And there's a lot of terminology wrapped up around it. Just like people saying, oh, it's objection handling and all, or it's just like making sure that you're really prompt. And it's like, yeah, but if you're putting unnecessary pressure on people, that's just yeah. not, not something that aligns with us. And so that's why we passed on that investment. Yeah. 100%. Okay. So we've got first making sure that obviously you're looking at businesses offers packages or you know individuals that are able to give you or promising the outcome transformation that Mm -hmm. you're looking for and then values need to be aligned for this specific investment too before we get on to the next piece i think it's important to reflect on the fact that you and i were open to different types of investments Mm -hmm. so we were looking at potentially getting one-on-one consulting or coaching to support Mm -hmm. us we're potentially looking at investing in a high ticket group program or mastermind we were looking at potentially investing in a service that could be either executed within our business or with an external business Mm -hmm. supporting us doing that we were pretty open-minded in terms of how we got there and we'll get to that in a minute as well but More specifically, when I looked at these different options, what came up for me was not just the ultimate transformation being promised on the other side of working with that particular individual or company, but it was looking at the achievements that they had made either themselves personally or for their clients. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. There were so many different paths to where we wanted to go. And we just had to find someone that actually did the whole process in the way that we want to do the process. There's obviously a ton of different approaches and ton, tons of different strategies for making your 500k your million but you need to find somebody who actually can teach you not just how to get the outcome but how to structure your whole business in a way that allows it to be more sustainable once you get that outcome yeah and i think that's what we mean by achievement it's not just the end outcome but it's the little pieces that help you get to the end mm-hmm. outcome and those little pieces are just smaller achievements that add up or compound into the overall transformation yeah absolutely and tying in with the values thing as well you're looking at creating a business that doesn't just have a spike of revenue and then you're like oh i did it i hit that goal and yeah. i hate my life this is terrible <laughs> like you want to create something that's sustainable and scalable and that you can continue growing past that point this ties in perfectly with what was on my mind so much in terms of the the vehicle or the container. So a lot of the time people are so focused on, well, is it a coaching program and what's included or is it a service and how many hours of strategy calls am I going to get with you or how many deliverables are you going to like share with me on the other side of things? And it's like, for me, I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. I literally don't care about the vehicle as long as the values align, which we've already discussed. But like, I was looking at it being like, well, first of all, simplicity is really helpful. Yeah. I don't want something overcomplicated. And I think as this is a lesson for me, because as a service provider myself, I often want to be like, oh, we'll help you with everything. But what I've learned over the years is actually people need simplicity and people only need exactly what it takes to get to the transformation to get on the other side of it. Mm -hmm. So as we were looking at things, I was like, okay, if something seemed too complicated, I 
don't have the time for that. I am busy. You're busy. For this investment specifically, I needed it to just do the job of getting the result that we're looking for. Either educating us on how to do something ourselves so we can do it or doing it for us so then automated. Mm -hmm. To illustrate my point, let me give you this example. Would you rather pay a million dollars for one email template that would make you a million dollars the first time you used it and the next time and the next time and the next time you used it? Or would you rather go through an entire comprehensive program to take you through a million hours of videos or come in and do a million different strategy calls so that their team could execute inside of your business and getting on sales calls and just this really robust thing for the end result of getting a million dollars. I know. It's like the container is less important than the outcome. Exactly. I would pay a million dollars for the email template. Obviously, this is hypothetical. But at the end of the day, like you just said, the container, as long as it aligns with your values, doesn't really matter. Simplicity matters, ease matters, and Mm -hmm. getting to the other side is what's most important. And not spending a ton of time trying to get to the other side just to make it seem valuable. Right. And say, well, I'm throwing all this stuff in because otherwise it doesn't seem worth it. That's a lesson for service providers out there. Adding more in, if it's not necessary, is not necessary. Mm -hmm. The same is true, you know, for what we invest in. Like, I'm not getting caught up in a list of deliverables when I'm hiring a brand designer. I'm like, this is what we need to do. Let's say we did redid our website this year. Mm -hmm. This is what we need in terms of site pages. That's all I'm expecting. And it's great if there's like a surprise deliverable or something like that for the client experience inside. But ultimately, I just want to know that I'm going to get an ROI from my investment. That's it. Absolutely. You're not looking at how many mood boards you have to do. Exactly. So what will that container coaching service or support help you achieve? You know, the vehicle is just how it will lead us to that achievement. Mm -hmm. While I do recommend like make sure the vehicle aligns, don't get caught up with how many weeks of this or how many calls and how many modules or how many whatever. Just make sure what's in there is what you need to get to the other side. Okay, so at this point, we had checked all of those boxes and I remember us sitting down and saying, how much do we want to pay? What is our budget? Obviously, we'd gone in with kind of a range of a budget, Mm -hmm. but then we wanted to whittle it down and see based off of, and it came down to kind of one primary contender really that was standing out to us, but there was a secondary one as well that I was considering and we wanted to weigh up budget, cost of investment, ROI. Mm -hmm. I know it really comes down to ROI for me. Yeah. Looking at no matter how much we're putting in, what are we expecting to get out? Not just in revenue, but also in time and lifestyle. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, that just goes along with our values as well. Mm-hmm. And looking at this investment, it was going to be a big one. Mm-hmm. Like this is a multi five figure investment. This is something that we really wanted to make sure that a financially we're putting our money in a good place. But for me, I don't know about you. I am just so consistently aware of my time. Mm-hmm. And so it was like the financial aspect, the time spend, the energy I would need to put into this investment in order to create that result on the other side they were the top contenders in my mind yeah absolutely yeah you're looking at what you're going to pay overall not just revenue but but in everything in time in energy that's actually a really good lesson because 
a lot of times people think about budget and they're mm-hmm. like, well, I need to get my money's worth, mm-hmm. right? And that means, well, I want to pay the lowest cost to get the most reward. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily bad financial advice, but I personally think that you're missing out on some like key indicators of whether or not that's actually a good investment for you. Because if you go lowest cost for biggest reward, A, you don't know if you're being sold promises that that person cannot actually mm-hmm. deliver on. Mm-hmm. And then B, you could end up in a place where you're not getting some of those other micro transformations I mentioned earlier met, or you're having to put in more of your time. Yeah, I think that's the important part, is that oftentimes when you're paying a much lower price, you're paying with your time and energy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you and I just don't have a lot of time and energy to spare. It's like we need to make really smart investments Mm -hmm. financially, but with our energy going forward. Yeah, absolutely. So that was basically how we decided it was what do we want to pay mm-hmm. in our overall let's say aggregate spend mm-hmm. of money and time and energy yeah and so i'm willing to pay more like multi five figure investment to not spend as much time myself personally going mm-hmm. into something and what we invested in was actually a service and then there's some like consulting and one-to-one support with that as well so we're getting the education and what i like about what we chose is at the end of the day most of the things that we looked at were either going to be you know coaching or it was going to be a service where somebody else came in and executed mm-hmm. This is a blend of both so that we're able to have that support, but also you and I are still going to have the skills. We're going to be able to like upskill ourselves. We're going to have new knowledge Mm -hmm. so that we're not reliant on anybody else. Yeah, absolutely. That was one of my hesitations when we were looking at getting our outcome just using a service is that somebody would get the service for us, get to do the service for us and get the outcome. And then afterwards we wouldn't know how to do it ourselves yeah. or we would just have to ask them a ridiculous amount of questions and probably pay a fee for asking yes. so many questions. <laughs> and I think at the end of the day, the best investment is one where you are now able to take that and compound on whatever that investment was. Mm-hmm. And if it's a service, if you stop that service and you don't know how to do what they were doing, yeah. well, you can't compound that investment. No. But if you know how to do what they were doing or what they showed you to do, depending on what type of service this is, well, you can go and you can dial that up to the nth degree and all of a sudden you can like replicate and continue to expand on the results. From. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and not just for yourself as well. Like as you grow, you don't want to be doing everything. Yeah. You don't want to just learn all the services that people have offered you. But if you can teach your team members, then you can actually capitalize on creating a business that's way more scalable than just outsourcing all the time. That is so true. My personal advice, I mean, I think a lot of people go into the the budgeting part, the actual investment part of a decision, feeling a little bit worried. And I mean, you and I should do a whole conversation about the first big investments that we did because you were there having those conversations with me when I looked at the first coaches or programs or whatever I was investing in mm-hmm. back in mind. the day. Blew my mind. I, know I was much. still teaching at the time. So. <laughs> it was like, yeah, $3,000, $5,000, $15,000 for these different things. But at the end of the day, the best way to make a financial decision for yourself, and I'm purely talking financial is make sure that you have your financial basis covered. Mm -hmm. Like, can you pay for your expenses both within the business and your personal life? If you've got those covered, then you can think about investing in something. And I personally like to invest in things that stretch me. As long as we've got our financial basis covered, I'm not, I'm not, you know, taking too risky of a move. I can stretch myself like mentally Mm -hmm. and put more skin in the game. Like, do you feel right now different? Like we made this investment last week. How do you feel now versus two weeks ago? I feel like I'm I'm excited and I Mm -hmm. want to get stuck into it. And I know that because we've made that investment that I really want to 
put the time into growing. If we had spent a thousand dollars on the same materials, I'd be like, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll read that. I'll yeah, listen eventually, to that I'll yeah. get to that. I'll check in with them at some yeah. point. But now I'm like, no, I'm working towards my goals. Yes, we've got skin in the game, mm-hmm. and I think that that's the biggest thing. Is it makes you freaking show up, even on things that we thought we were showing up for already. It's like, no, no, that was cute. <laughs> that job, was cute like our cells. efforts like it was like i'm cute showing up it's like <laughs> no 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 like we need to actually show up for these specific goals and actually like make needle moving decisions and and take actions to reach them and when you monetarily invest in something that mentally stretches you mm-hmm. maybe even financially stretches you a bit but i'm not a financial expert so <laughs> don't take my advice on that but when you invest in something like that you just show up in a different way. And I swear, I just have a different energy about me. Mm -hmm. I approach things differently, whether they're problems to solve, whether they're new opportunities. It's like, I've seen this over and over actually with clients investing in the mastermind. And when EBA used to be a live program, Mm -hmm. I get DMs from these women who they would decide to join, you know, they, they pay their deposit and then magically they would say magically I can't believe it like the program hasn't even started and already I've you know signed these new clients like landed a dream one hit my highest revenue month and the thing is is this is not magic my friends this is you feeling like you've got skin in the game feeling confident and showing up in a different way Mm -hmm. and that then creates these results that you've been hoping to achieve for a long time so there there is an element of magic that comes out of you just committing yeah, there's a shift in yourself. There was one of our clients who said that she described it as an energetic shift. And mm-hmm. I really liked that, that you just go from one phase to another. And even though the only thing that's changed is you making that decision mm-hmm. and making that investment, like your self is different after that moment mm-hmm. because you're like, okay, I'm moving forward. I'm inspired. Let's do this. That's so well said. But that is because you're not just committing to the investment but it's like a recommitment or perhaps a commitment for the first time to your big vision. Mm -hmm. Like it's an internal commitment to say, I believe in this and I believe I can do it. Yeah, absolutely. And you're just picking those outcomes over and over again as you grow your business saying like, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there every little step of the way. It's just as long as you're moving forward, I feel that sometimes people feel like they're stuck or they're stagnant Mm. and they become demotivated and bored. But once you actually decide to move on to the next step Mm -hmm. and put that investment in in your time and energy and finances then that's when things start to change you know what that reminds me of one other important thing I'm so glad you said that because we didn't mention this already but time was a really big factor in making this decision Mm -hmm. earlier in the year we had mentioned okay the next investments we want to make are a b and c but they weren't something we needed to invest in at the time we were busy working on other things then as soon as the moment arrived we were like it is time. We immediately started doing our research and we did not waste any time in going forward in a financial choice and also that time commitment to actually invest in a service that was going to support us going forward. And I think so many people wait, like they'll wait a year, mm-hmm. they'll wait two years, I'm you not know, ready yet. I'm not yeah. ready yet. they'll fill out the application and never hit submit on something, yeah. you know, and at the end of the day, you're never going to be ready. Mm-hmm. You're always going to feel like, I don't know if this is for me. And if that person or that business aligns with your values, they'll hopefully be able to tell you accurately if this is the right investment for you, if they can really help you, you know? Mm -hmm. 
at the end of the day, if you sit around and you waste time, all you're doing is wasting time. Like you're not doing anything else. You're not preparing. You're not getting ready for it. You're just wasting time. Mm-hmm. So well said. So you will hear more about our growth. This investment is just one smaller piece of what we're doing over the next year. You're going to see a lot of growth in the Casey brand and what we're doing over here. I'm super excited about it. So stay tuned for that and stay tuned for another off the cuff episode where Dale and I are going to break down our million dollar goal and the key things that are helping us get there. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for being a part of this growing community. If you enjoyed listening to this free episode, the most impactful thing you can help us do is head over to leave a review or forward this episode to a copywriter or entrepreneur friend who you know would head not along to today's conversation and use the key takeaways to create more growth in their own business. Thank you for your support and catch you next time.